Hi everyone, this is Josh, the DM. Welcome to Nerdy People Play Dungeons & Dragons, part of the Nerdy Things Podcast. I'm Tyler from the Talking Fail and the Discographers Podcasts. I'm playing the Human Ranger, Aiden Hobbs. Hi, I'm Aiden, and I'm playing Gary the Monk. I'm Crystal from Board Game Blitz, and I'm playing Amethysia, the Half-Elf Bard. I'm Jesse from the Our Turn Podcast, and I'm playing Valorax. The Dragonborn Fighter. You forgot Daryl. Fluffy. Welcome everyone to Nerdy People Play Dungeons and Dragons. We're the dungeon. Oh, I can, oh wait, we're, we're cutting in on last week's episode. Yeah. Uh, okay, so to set the uh, thing up, Gary had just had his turn. You've just done some damage to the huge slime beast in the middle of the room. Um, and... Give me one sec. Okay. Getting myself in. Okay. Gary, you watch in horror as the wounds that yourself and... Um, sorry. Just starting again. Ugh, Zuga, you idiot. <sighs> Gary, you watch in horror as the wounds that you've inflicted on this creature start to slowly heal up. So this, you, you've heard it definitely, but you can tell that this creature is not gonna go down very easily. And Gary, can you give me a charisma check? No, I hate these. Good. You're supposed to. 10 plus uh, uh, two, so 12. Okay, that is not as bad as it could have been. Can you give me a D100? Uh, if this is a charm slash sleep I know, attack, I, know I have an advantage those. against those. 59. That's really annoyingly good. Um, so Gary, as you attack the creature, some of the molten acid has actually flicked onto you, and you feel that pressure inside your head of the tendril of the book just pushing against your mind, and what you just rolled on was the short-term madness table. Because you can feel your mind cracking. But the wonderful thing is, as it does, you are driven to attack this thing. You now have an obsession in your mind that this thing must die. Well, what's new? So, for everyone else's information, Gary just rolled the jam, you little goit. The character must use his or her action to each round to attack the nearest creature. Oh. <laughs> so... Stand back, ladies. I got this. <laughs> no, literally, stay away from me. Okay. Very nice. Hey, guys, uh, does Gary look a little extra crazy to you right now? Looking a little green. <laughs> little gray, little green. A little bit into it. Very good. Uh, Amethysia, it's your turn. What would you like to do, my friend? Now, you are currently standing in a tunnel. Um, Aiden is just behind you. He's currently fighting off a couple of ghoul creatures, which he's actually doing pretty well against. Okay. Now, also, last round, you used a thunder wave against them, which yeah. really badly battered one of them and slightly hurt one of the other ones. True. So where is Gary in proximity to me? Like, he's was he was at the back of... No. Where? Yeah, where is where's everybody else? Because I want to make sure I stay away from Gary. <laughs> Understood. In the main room, 
there is a large bowl-shaped altar that's up a couple of steps. If you were to look towards it, you'd see Val on the left, near the corpse of Sui, and you'd see Gary more just in the middle, like straight ahead of you. Okay. So if I stay and help Aiden with the ghouls in the tunnel, or if I try and shoot... Ooh! Actually, I can shoot the slime thing from a distance. To give you guys a bit of an idea, here's a map of where you went through. Whoa! That's cool! Ooh! Yeah, I, I nicked this from a book. Um, Val, you're about there. Gary, you're there. Aiden, you're there. And Crystal, you'd be about there. Okay. I am going to shoot the slime creature thing with my hand crossbow. That is very good. You're not moving anywhere? You're going to stay where you are? I'm going to... Stay where I actually. I'm gonna lean against the side of the tunnel to like steady myself, so I have a better shot, and so that theoretically Aiden would have a path if he so needed it. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll let that happen. That's all right. All right. You, you're not getting advantage on your roll, but uh, hey, I tried. <laughs> yeah, I, I. All right. Well, I rolled a 14, and I don't know what bonus I add for a crossbow. You would add your dex. Dex, so yep. plus three, so that's then 17. And proficiency, so it's a 20, and oh. you hit. Okay. And then I don't know what I roll for damage for the crossbow. Uh, hand crossbow, I believe, is a d6. Jesse? Uh, I can look that up. No, that's right. That's right. I get it. I, if, if you knew off the top of your head. So just let me... 5e and crossbow. It's race. I bet it's a D6. Okay. D6 piercing. Uh, cool. Okay, excellent. Now, to ask you a question, Crystal, which bolts were you using? Poison. Although, in my character sheet, I think that got messed up a little bit, because it doesn't say poison bolts. You bolt. should have had about a dozen of those. Oh, yeah, I had two different types of bolts, and I had them disseminated. Let me look on my old character stuff, if it's, it's still down here. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Okay. I had... Oh, gosh. Uh, where's my stuff? Okay, so I had 12 regular and 11 poison. So this will bring me down to 10 poison and 12 regular. I'm going to move this back up. Okay. You notice that, and your passive perception is pretty good, so I'll, I'll give you this one for free. You notice that the bolt does very little damage. Like, you can see it, like, strike into the slime, but it doesn't make much of an impression on the creature. And... Nothing you can see shows that the poison had any effect either. Okay, well... But you do watch as the bolt just slowly dissolves as the acid eats it up. And I am now down to 10 poison bolts, then. I will not retrieve that later, because I'm usually pretty good about doing that, but... (laughs) Indeed. Okay. Um, Oh, as a bonus action, I want to give a bardic inspiration die to whoever's action it is next. The ghouls? No, no, no. Whoever, good guy. <laughs> that would be really funny, but no. Get him! <laughs> okay, that would be Val. Okay, I will give Val my bardic inspiration die then. Very nice. Yay. Now, Aiden, this ghoul that you're currently fighting, he's going to try to grapple you. Okay. So, that's probably not going to be a great... Oh, okay, that's not great. That's not great. 
And Josh will one day remember to actually have all the monsters' details in front of him at all times, not just one or two monsters. As we wait. Okay. So that is, in total, a plus three. So that's 11 in total. So I don't think that gets anywhere near you. Really. My... Um, actually, if I recall, grappling, that's an opposed roll, isn't it, Jess? They have to hit first. Okay, yeah, he didn't hit. So, he totally missed his attack. And, unfortunately, as I said, this is a bit of a bottleneck, so I'm going to let one ghoul have one attack through. And am I am I still semi-vulnerable from my... N you, you are not as vulnerable as usual. Okay. Yeah, oh. semi-vulnerable, I would say. And, yes, that one definitely hit you, and that was a claw... Because I don't, I can't think of a way they'd be able to bite you with someone in the way. Okay, and you take uh, two points of damage because I'll round it down because I'm a nice DM. Huzzah! Huzzah, indeed. Okay, so we now come to the slime. So if this slime had eyes. You guys would see it looking at both Val and Gary. And from what you can see, it, it just seems to kind of like withdraw in itself slightly and then just push itself out as if it was breathing out. And you guys just see this wave of slime, mold, and acid coming towards you two. So can I get a dexterity check from each of you? And the DC is 15. Nope. <laughs> Indeed, nope. One second, please. Okay. Oh, it is a contested roll. Okay. So we'll do that next time. Got yeah, 16. Ooh, okay, so Val, you're able to jump out of the way at the last second. Gary, however, you are so taken in your mania to destroy this creature that you, you just do not see any of this attack coming. However, Val, you take three damage. Gary, you take six. Ow. And it is going to roll an attack. Now... Man, where do all my hit points go? I used to have loads of Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like you're really you, you sick. Lose, you lose constitution and things go awry. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go Gary and Val. Okay, so we're attacking Gary again. It's just slamming down on you with one of its... Um, what do you add to that, Josh? At least two. Zero. <laughs> oh. At least two, I'm sorry to say, my friend. Okay. Yeah. Where's my notes? I had it in front of me, and then I moved my page. So I was showing you guys the map, and I shouldn't have... It was a nice attack. It, it, was it did healing. <laughs> Um, it rolled somewhere in the area of 23. <laughs> so, um, Gary, you're about to hurt. Uh, I'm already hurting, that's, so, uh, you know. That's not good. Take that, Josh. <laughs> okay, you take eight points of bludgeoning damage as this thing just smashes you straight in the ribs. 
Are you still standing? Yeah. By how, By how much? much? <laughs> I got like 18 hit points. Oh, you're fine. Oh, I forgot a d6. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, Val, it's your turn. If you're secretly trying oh. to kill one of us off again, I swear. <laughs> I don't think it's a secret. <laughs> it's pretty overt. Hey, I didn't make you fail your constitution rolls. I didn't make you touch the evil book. That is true. The book was all you. <laughs> okay. So Val, what would you like to do? Uh, I unleash the wrath of Mortis and slash at it viciously. That sounds like a very good plan. Uh, There's a 25 hit. It absolutely does. Alright, I wish to use a uh, menacing strike, so it okay. needs to make a wisdom saving throw. It is not very wise. I was hoping. <laughs> what, you weren't going... The, the, the slime monster? DC is 14. Not going to wax... It did not pass. It got an eight. All right. It is now frightened of me until my next turn. Okay. Uh, Aside from that, it can also take some damage. That's a good idea. What does frightened do? It means that if it tries to attack him, it will be a disadvantage, and it cannot move any closer to him, if I recall. Oh, jeez. Uh, it can enjoy 22 points of magic weapon damage. It won't enjoy it, but it'll take it. And then I'm going to attack him again. That's a good idea. Yeah, I do warn you that if you kill it... Um... And 18. Okay, so... Oh. Yeah, does an 18 hit? Oh, it does, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Sorry, I thought you did 18 points of damage. I was like, holy shit! No, 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 no. I only did 12 this time. Oh, okay, only 12. Only 12. <laughs> only. As only I'm sitting 12. here hitting for like four, five. <laughs> However, I want to be a jerk and use my action surge and make another attack action. Oh, you can do that. You can do that. Alright, so here comes two more. This is just silly now. <laughs> yeah, well... Does an 18 hit? It does. Uh, let's do that again. That's a good idea. Hit the slime monster once, shame on you. Hit the slime monster twice, <laughs> shame on everybody. <laughs> does a 13 oh, is not going to hit, no. Well, I want to use uh, the bardic inspiration then. That's a good idea. See, this is the difference between yeah. having Jesse and Kevin... Jesse knows how to power game the shit out of this. <laughs> so, does an 18 An 18 hit? does hit, yes. Okay, roll. The longest part is right typing all this code. <laughs> Eight. So those two attacks total together do another 26 points of damage to it. Very, very nice. So, you leap into this thing. Well, okay, maybe not leap in, because that would be gross. Your blade carves huge swathes of just jelly-like flesh as it just sloughs all it sloughs away. And as you finish your last attack, any sense of cohesion that this slime may have had simply just melts away. And the creature is dead. Yay. Cool, I'm hitting you next. I warned okay. you not to kill it. 
I mean, we're out of initiative, though, right? No, oh, no, because no. the ghouls no, are still there. The ghouls. the ghouls are still there. We have ghoul friends to deal with. Aiden. Okay, actually, Val, you still have a move yeah. action. Oh, I want to move up to engage some ghouls. You need uh, to go grab a ghoul you, and throw it at Gary. <laughs> <laughs> just keep throwing the ghouls yeah, at Gary. Much. Just <laughs> I mean, if you want to move to the ghouls, that means I have to attack Amy. Whatevs. I... All right. <laughs> I, uh, I'm telling you, throw a ghoul at Gary, but what else? This was, this, is, this was more rewarding than I thought it would be just to watch. Go on. I have an idea yeah. when it comes to my Ooh. turn. But Okay. Okay. Move somewhere tactically so I can engage the ghouls while staying next to the other you allies in the party. You wouldn't really be able yeah. to engage the ghouls. Um, the problem is you'd need to kind of... You'd be trying to push your way through a bottleneck. So unfortunately, you'd need to like haul Aiden out and then stand in front of the ghouls. But the problem is that would leave the other two closest to Gary, and he's not yet got his mind back. Actually, well, where can I move to hurt something? That's all I ask. <laughs> Give me a sec. Okay, and Gary. Oh, you've only got one more round of insanity left, so that's okay. Um, oh. So I mean, you could you could just stand in such a way that. You're right next to Amy, right near Aiden. I wouldn't let you necessarily attack, but you'd be able to guard them from Gary. Sure. Or you'd be able to absorb the damage that Gary is probably going to hand out to you. Um, Aiden, it is your turn. Okay, so do I have a clear path to to run to Gary? If you want to take an attack of opportunity, Hmm. yes. If you don't want to take an, an attack of opportunity, no. Oh, okay. What, what is your plan? Can, well, can I ask? My plan was to dive at Gary and use my lesser re- lesser restoration because I have to touch him and potentially okay. heal him from his insanity. Okay. Would that? Well, I guess. Can I ask? Will that work? That's a good question. You know what? Here's the deal. Like, one of us is potentially going to get hurt regardless. So if you take an attack of opportunity and then it doesn't work, then we then two of us get hurt because you whatever. So if you just fight the ghouls, then we only have to deal with the one Gary attack and then any potential ghoul attacks, which would have happened regardless. So just stay and fight them. We'll weather the Gary storm if we have to. <laughs> I, I don't I'm know popping all my cheap points. I mean... <laughs> I've got some anger I need to work Does out. Gary have to attack optimally? <laughs> it just says attack. It doesn't specifically say he has to throw everything into it. Okay. So, so I, if, just if what he does is he just, just does his work. basics, then that's okay. Um, just let him wail into me and it'll be fine. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, the, the short-term madness isn't that easy to cure in, in that way. All right. So yeah, lots of restoration doesn't doesn't work on that. Aiden, it's your turn. Alright, so I'm kind of grappling with these guys, so then I'm going to have to use my short You're not sword. grappled yet. You're not oh. grappled yet. Okay, well... But you're, you're, like, riding close. Like, you can't bow them. I cannot bow them? Okay. You cannot bow them. Alright, then I will short sword attack. And if, I'm, okay. if I remember correctly, I can do two short sword attacks, and then the dagger offhand. That is correct. Yes. Okay. So... Short sword one. 20. Oh, 
Oh, nice. Okay, you have absolutely killed that ghoul. I don't need you to roll again. Okay. He was very dead. So he went to grapple you and he must have fallen over or something. And you just stab straight forward and the blade just emerges from the back of his head and he just tumbles off to the side. So that's that one taken care of. All right. Next. Can I, can I, I can target the next one with my second. You absolutely can. And then I will do that. And 13 altogether. Is not... Actually, no, it is a hit. Sorry. It is. You should be adding your dex and your proficiency oh, bonus. Then, yep. yeah, I, I need to add so. profesh, proficiency. Yep. You, you hit it anyway, so that's okay. Okay. Okay, so give me your d6, I believe. Plus... Yeah. Plus dex. Yep. Dex, so... So it, it will be a total of eight. That's very good. And then the da- then the necro dagger. Is that it's a one d twenty right for the attack? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you still add your dex and your. Uh, that's okay. That's a hit. Your okay. <laughs> I still need to fix these numbers. All right, and then two d four. It's two d four plus one. Plus one. Yeah, you don't get to add dex to damage on the offhand. Total of seven. Okay. So nicely done. You said you step forward after you put that first ghoul down. Your first, your your first short sword attack goes straight into its shoulder, and you follow it with a vicious dagger to the belly. It is certainly looking very unhappy about what's just happened, but it is still standing. Now, Gary. Yay! I love it when it's my time. <laughs> As you have to attack the closest creature. Mm-hmm. The closest creature right now is Val. All right, Stunty. <laughs> Rawr! Okay. Ten plus... Well, this probably ain't going to do it. Uh, no. Uh, plus four, plus three, plus one. I'm guessing an 18 doesn't do it. Nope. All right, well, i got to do my second attack. Yeah. He just comes up and just pounds If he rolls a 20, chest. that'll be hilarious. You're not, you're not Zagash, Ooh, die! Okay, you got him! <laughs> Good job. Uh, six plus uh, four dex plus one, because it's a okay, plus one. Okay, 11. So, and because, your, your first you strike, know, you're able to, uh, Val is able to block it off of his shield. However, you catch him on the bottom of the jaw with the upswing. Since, since it wouldn't be Gary if I didn't attempt to kung fu. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to do this more often. Uh, another six points of kung fu damage. I don't know where a kung fu a guy wearing full plate, but my, my assumption know, is I manage it. You caught him on the upswing with your staff in the bottom of the jaw, so his head came up. You then stepped inside and just leaped up and kicked him straight in the mouth. Congratulations! I was almost. You've done the most damage to me so far. <laughs> Y'all can't get mad at me about my thunder no. waves anymore, okay? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. I was about to say that. I was saying, man, I wish I could have attacked Amy. <laughs> this is the thunder wave. As a token of sportsmanship, I will not repost your first attack and hit you back. So. <laughs> Bring it, boss. I'm not afraid. This reminds me of a conversation we were having, Gary slash Ethan, when you wanted to get into some friendly fire, so you wanted to buy the most ornate, complicated crossbow you possibly could, 
I hope I've helped you by yeah. allowing you to express this desire to hurt yeah, your party. Yeah, but I haven't been friendly fired by Valorax yet. I mean, it's only a matter of time, but still. Very nice. So, Gary, after you smash Val in the face with your foot, the red cloud just just peels back from your eyes, and you can see, and you realize what has just happened. That you just clocked a dragonborn. <laughs> Yeah, I got some tea that'll fix that right up for you, mate. Uh, sorry, I thought you were an acid monster. Where'd the acid monster go? I ate him. Oh, good stuff. Okay, and now it's Amethysia's turn. Alright, I am going to... How close am I to the ghouls at this point? Uh, the same as before. So, I mean, you could kind of do something, like, just kind of, like, around and past... Aiden? Okay. Yeah, I will lean back the other direction and try and stab the nearest ghoul with my magical short sword. Okay. You oh, don't want to try a thunder wave? That's not the right copy and paste anymore. Uh, no, I do not want a thunder wave. Okay. Contrary to popular belief, I don't always want a thunder wave things. And That's okay. I, you absolutely hit. Okay. And then the short sword is a d6. It is. Plus, you, plus three. Plus dex. Okay. And then... Oh, plus three, plus one. I should have said sorry. Oh, so... Uh... That's okay. That's okay. I can do the math in my head. Okay. Okay. So, as the beast is distracted by Aiden's stabbing attacks, you're able to come straight up under... And, and this is kind of your, your like, trademark move with your short sword. You come up underneath the rib cage and just, you manage to do enough damage to just tear it out, the animating spirit. And the ghoul falls to the ground, dead. Hooray! Now, I am going to roll this guy. A constitution check. And he does not pass. So he takes, you guys start to notice that this ghoul slowly starts, like the mold starts to die and just fall off of him. So you can tell the death of the slime creature, while it didn't end them immediately, it certainly has left them in not a very good position. However, he is going to attempt to grapple Aiden, because that's kind of his thing. Okay, that is probably not a hit. Aiden, does a 13 hit you? Armor class is 14. So, no, it does not. So, being a ghoul, he gets a bite attack. So he's going to try that and just bite. And he succeeds in biting you. Although you're probably not going to take too much damage. You'll be okay. You will need a tetanus shot, though. Oh, definitely. Okay, so you take another two points of damage. Oh, no. I'm fine. Yeah, you're okay. Um, Val, it's your turn. So what is left in this room that's threatening? The... Gary is no longer threatening. Um, hey. To you. I never said he was. Let's move along. Boy, <laughs> mate. Admittedly, that, that was a beautiful tee up. I was so close to drop to popping a chi point on you, kid. 
I'll slap some sense into you, boy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, the only thing left is the ghoul. Now, if you want to push past Amethysia and Aiden and just rumble into it, I will allow that, but I will need a dexterity check. Nah, no need. Um, I sheath Mortis and grab my javelin out, and I'm going to hurl it at the ghoul. Alright. He can shoot through... Well, that's he can pretty shoot cool. pointy things too. Feel like that. Yeah. No, he doesn't shoot. He throws. First it was Amy, and now it's him. Hey, I have throwing yeah, daggers. Yeah, throwing daggers. Thought I was Aww. special. That is a miss. You're still special. You have the yeah. only dog. Yeah, who's outside? Now the, the the temptation is because he missed his target. Do I make him roll attack? Sorry, damage on Aiden. Hmm. Sure, why not? Tell you what. Seems to be the running Jesse thing. Jesse, highs or lows? Whatever. Highs. You do not hit Aiden. Aiden, you notice a javelin go whistling right past your ear and you're like, what? <laughs> Aiden, it's your turn. Um, he's, he's right up on me. At, with... He is right up on you. All right, let's... The whole uh, short sword thing worked out last time, so let's try that again. It did very well, yes. So, Just feign madness <laughs> and then take out your frustrations on the intern. <laughs> <laughs> it works great, let me tell you. Alright. Short sword one should be 15. Uh, 15 does hit, yes. Alright, then I will... Damage... Ooh, getting all French, are we? Okay, so that's pretty good. Try bien. And, uh, very good, and I believe you've got another attack. Sword number two. Sword number two does very well. It also hits. And then damage number two. Oh, that's very nice. Okay, and give, give give him a taste of the dagger. Why not? All right. <laughs> that is not very good. So, Aiden, you're able to step in, and again, you can bury your short sword directly in his chest, and you can see the mold just retreating, and the animating spirit of this creature is just slowly failing. But when you go to stab, you, you can't really get a good angle on it. Can I do a movement? Okay, before my turn's up, or is, am I done? You can, but you will take an attack of opportunity. Never mind. I will keep... I will hope that the next javelin does not hit me. <laughs> Gary, it's your turn. Let's see if the next throwing knife hits him. <laughs> it doesn't. I forgot how much damage these things do. I don't think, I don't think it's I don't a lot. I don't think it's a lot. I think it's maybe a d6. Hey, yeah, my right. weapons are all a d6. Actually, it might be a def. Uh, three plus four decks, so oh, pretty good. seven damage. So, Aiden, you went to go stab it, and over your other ear, <laughs> so the javelin passed over one, the throwing knife passes over the other, a throwing knife just peels straight from the darkness and just strikes this creature directly in the forehead, and that is enough damage to drive the animating spirit from it. And now we're out of initiative. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> 
I'm going to pick that throwing dagger back up and just sort of, you know... Okay, that's very good. Put it back in my, my dagger pocket. Okay. <laughs> so... Do you have dedicated pockets for all of your things? Don't you? <laughs> I mean, it's either that or I keep them, like, uh, slung over my, like, torso in, like, a bandolier. And I don't know, that doesn't really seem monkish. While they debate the finer finer points of pockets, I'm going to search the room. The big chamber. Okay. Alright, give me... Actually, no, you don't need to take a perception roll. This is okay. Okay. Um, you find... And Josh goes back to his notes because he looked at wrong quest notes for what you guys will be doing next. Okay. Okay, you find a, um, on Sui's body, you find a small journal. Without reading it out, wasting everyone's time, what you read in here is really just the notes. And you you discover his name was actually Robert, but he was called Sui because he fed the pigs. And that's what you yell out when you feed pigs. You yell, Sui. So that became his nickname and he hated it. It really just goes over the fact that he was just... He, he was treated like dirt really, really badly. And so when he discovered this strange mold in a, in, a, in a cavern, when he touched it, he had this shocking sudden insight. And from there, he was able to start slowly infecting and turning the other farmhands. And that's essentially what you guys have been fighting, is a, this demonic incursion into our world. Into your world, I should say, sorry. Um, now... You guys do find a small bag of gems. Sorry, a small bag. And I'm going to get you guys to roll on the loot table. And this is when Josh wishes he actually had the physical book with him. Okay. Where is my loot table? All right. Can I get a D100 from each of you? Wow. Split in the middle. And, yeah, that was my... Have some <laughs> <laughs> what the? That's uh, quite the grouping there. A big pile of gems. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be curious to know what the odds are of having only a 12-point margin between four rolls when with 100 possibilities that's okay admittedly i haven't seen it so do we add our dexterity modifier so what did you guys each roll does it matter who rolled what or do you just want to know the numbers uh the numbers will do 50 53 56 and 62 Four wands of Orcus. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I remember that thing. So give me a second, I'm just getting to my table. If we find an invulnerability potion to replace the one <laughs> Aiden used, that'd be good. Yeah, it wasn't that invulnerable. Okay, so what what did you guys roll? 50, 53, 56, 62. Okay. You find a small bag and in it you do find a small clutch of glass bottles. Three of these bottles do look exactly the same, and one of them looks exceedingly familiar. 
Um, I admire your efficiency, Aiden. Thank you. Gary and Aiden, can I get you guys to give me a medical check? Uh, no. Okay. So you got 18, Gary. Okay, so Yeah, probably. I got something good. Yeah, yeah, you did. You got you got 18. So you know what you you know what the you know what the three potions that you've never seen before are. Although I realize I said that and that's a really really stupid way of <laughs> What is wrong with the, you? Josh? The potions that were not immediately recognizable to the rest of the group. Exactly. Gary comes in and identifies I- immediately. I can read the ingredients list and be like, oh, I know what that's okay. for. So these these three potions, they are, you, you notice that they are blue and they bubble and they steam within the bottle as if they were boiling. And you know, these are potions of heroism. Wow. What does that do? For one hour after drinking it, you gain 10 temporary hit points that last for one hour. For that same oh, man, duration, I want to drink them right now. you're under the effect of the bless spell. No concentration required. And you found a potion of invulnerability. <laughs> uh, who's writing these down? Aiden? Tyler? Yeah, so it's it's three hero, heroism? Yeah. It is. And, uh, and one vulnerability. Got it. And I think... Uh, if you, oh, sorry. If you want to do something fun, drink them together. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That sounds like an optional rule that I would do. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you for, yeah. can you make cocktails out of potions? Well, do you remember when you guys were fighting the druid and I said you had the chance to have a giant fire-breathing wolf? Oh, yeah. We had a giant we had a average-sized fire-breathing Gary for that though. <laughs> it did fine. That's true. The, the the problem is when you drink two or more potions with an ongoing duration, you have to roll on the potion miscredibility table and you find out what they do. One of the possibilities being they explode from within. Oh. Uh, Kaboom! So, like, so, so instant death, like, not necessarily, but it won't be <laughs> <Okay>. pleasant. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be instant. It might last for a while. <laughs> I'm not quite dead yet. So, is that how we're going to burn down our next building? <laughs> we just force feed some ghouls, some some poor bastard, all our potions, <laughs> <laughs> punch him once really hard in the stomach, and then shut. But there's also and then we just pick him up and shake him real hard. <laughs> okay, um, but but we realize there's also a chance of both potions working really well, or perhaps one of them becoming long term or permanent. What? So there's no guarantee of bombs. How would you have ten temporary hit points permanently? Well, they're they're temporary until they aren't. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> Okay, so guys, we're going to leave it there because I need to stitch all this together um, from last week. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll sit down with you guys next week. And we'll... Wait, does the mold begin to recede? Yes. Does cool. That mean our you, you know, however, you will need to take a very long rest and have some healing magic. Um, thankfully, Aiden has that because someone told him lesser restoration might be a really good spell to have a look at. Perfect. We'll, we'll fix our constitutions later. <laughs> also, how much XP do we get? I will need to total it up. Okay. All right. I so until next week, chat. everyone. Bye. 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 And I'm going. Oh, wait, so don't stop your recordings yet. Okay, so.
Hold on. We'll go. I'll say one, two, three, and then do it. Okay. So, one. Okay. Two, three. Nerdy People Play D&D is part of the Nerdy Things Podcast Network and was put together by myself and the wonderful people you just listened to. The music we use is licensed uh, with permission from Gavin, a miracle of sound done, and he is amazing. You should go buy all this stuff right now. The additional audio comes from Audioblocks. If you would like to get in touch with me, please feel free to contact me on Twitter at nerdypeoplednd. Thanks and take care of yourselves. Cheers.